Time of the second half of Main Street Sports today on this Hump Day edition. Coming up, we'll talk with VFL Troy Fleming, also former BGA and Titan. Got something going on local we'll uh, want to talk about. Plus, Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Back to the zany duo. One Mo Patton, True Blue today, and... The hall of uh, the Sundrop Kid. That's uh, that's the guy. The there. 2006 time man of time the year. Time man of the year. Yeah. Um, Let's not forget that. In his part, Johnny Black today. Jimmy Cash. Johnny <laughs> Cash. Jimmy Black. All black. Just put it all together. <laughs> Jack Black. Mix it up. Yeah. And there you have it, Mo and Chris. Welcome back. Second half. Hello. Yes. So I want to I want to go into kind of a hodgepodge here. Uh, one, we talked about it just briefly before the show, Mo. Uh, 25-year-old, number one female tennis player of the year, uh, announces her retirement on Instagram, which is exactly what you would think a 25-year-old would do. There you go. <laughs> so is is it just the sheer fact that it she announced it on Instagram? or No, it's the fact, it's that, the she's, fact that she's retiring at yeah. 25. Right. You know, that used to be old in tennis. That used to be really old in tennis. Well, and then Serena Williamson, Serena, all these other, yeah. So Ash, Ashley, Ashley is her real is her full name, but Ash is what she goes by. Ash, she spells it A S H L E I G H, okay, just I, like every uh, Alabama millennial <laughs> mother. <laughs> Somebody wanted us to name Charlie Char L E I G H, and I'm like, uh, no. Absolutely not. L-E-I-G-H. You know, as as the father of a brandy, B-R-A-N-D-E-E, I can't say a whole, whole lot. I understand. It's weird that the sports guy spelled his kids' names. <laughs> right. Because all I do is yell at people all the time, spell your kids' names right. I, I, I just thought, I thought two E's would be easy enough to handle. One would think. Um, Ash Lee, though. That's... Well, that's why she goes by Ash, right? So Ash Barty, an Australian. Her, her Wikipedia has already been updated. Australian. A Australian <laughs> former professional tennis player former, and okay. cricketer. She played oh, cricket too. Nice. Oh uh, wow. She was the second Australian tennis player to be ranked number one uh, in world singles by the WTA, and she has announced her retirement. She is the first Australian to win the Australian Open since 1979. Okay. She is the first female to win her first three Open championships that she's competed in. I think she won. Uh, the t- uh, 2019 Open, she won. Um, Talking about 20- majors? Yes, Open majors. Open majors, wow. So, yeah, she's – it's pretty crazy to, to retire at 25, but, I mean, she basically said, look, I've done everything that I need to do, <laughs> and I want to chase some other dreams. Good for her. And Does she specify? She did not specify what those <laughs> Maybe dreams Maybe she were. wants to be a cricket professional athlete possible i mean maybe this is a michael jordan thing yeah. is there women's cricket i'm sure there is she's a former cricketer so well i mean i didn't know she women. was <laughs> <laughs> i know who she was playing with uh, yeah i don't i don't know if there's a professional women's cricket league i mean my my dad watches it he, he watches the dumbest stuff at two o'clock in the morning because it's live then right yeah. kind of like when korean baseball was a thing during covid <laughs> <laughs> we were all up at four o'clock in the morning watching the 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 rabbit monkeys or whatever they were. <laughs> anyway, that's a swear. It was some weird name. Anyway, so translate that in Korean. 
you made her debut in the women's in the okay a legend of Australian tennis. Ashley Barty is also a talented cricket. Hey. She won the Open for the first time since 79. She probably is a legend. legend. Um, also a talented cricketer who made her mark in the inaugural season of the Women's Big Bash League. Hello. Okay, first of all, this is not the first time she's retired from tennis. Mm-hmm. The oh, last really? time she retired from tennis, she went to being a cricketer. So she's been down this road before. Yes, this, she is the Michael Jordan of tennis. A junior Wimbledon champion who also played in doubles finals at huh. three Grand Slams. Barty walked away from tennis in late 2014 at the age of 18. And turned to the bat and ball game, starting at the Western Suburbs District Cricket Club in Brisbane. Proved herself almost immediately scoring, and this will mean nothing. It certainly means nothing to me. Scoring an explosive 63 not out from 60 balls in just her second club. Oh, the old 63 not out play, Mo. Yeah. And earning a contract with the Brisbane Heat for well, the 15-16 season. If you go up to to bat 63 times and you don't get out in any of those, that's mm-hmm. pretty darn good. I yep. don't know what that means, but that seems good. So having done this before, is it safe to say that she's just toiling with us and she's playing cricket while the rest of us are playing tennis? <laughs> no chess and checkers here. Nice. No, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> you I have think, to work awfully hard for that I one. think she's. I think, I, I think she's done this time. I mean... <laughs> Do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> please, please expand. Well, I mean, just based off her her body language, I think she's going to something completely outside of sports. Okay. She probably just wants to be an Instagram influencer because why not? If you can take pictures of yeah. yourself and make millions, then what? go for it. That's a lot of work or, to or be a professional or, or athlete. If you, if you can take pictures of yourself and make thousands after having made millions. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, just be, it's be all you. cake. And as you pointed out, most tennis players come from money to start with, so it's probably not she, like she's hurting under any circumstance. Probably not from a financial standpoint. But it's intriguing. Twenty-five-year-old mm. retirees. Hey, living her best life. Live your best life, Ash. I'm, I'm not mad. At I ain't it. mad at yeah. it at all. No, not at all. So, speaking of open tournaments, the USGA has awarded Oakland Hills Country Club the 2034 and 2051 U.S. Open golf events. Okay. 2051. How do you even... What? (laughs) That's literally 29 29 years years from now. Yep. I think they're trying... And they may have been doing this. Does that mean that the 2050 has already been awarded? It's a good question. There, there must be a rotation that they're trying to play into, much like the uh, Royal and Ancient over in, uh, like the College Football Playoff, British, the British Isles, the you know the Open over there where yeah. they rotate. But this is, I mean, twenty fifty one. Do we really need to even announce that? You can wait ten years and announce. They forget it. Wait until the they had 34 to announce open. it so that everybody. Knew. Not just twenty nine years, but twelve years from now, we've got we have. Awarded uh, Oakland Hills Country Club may not be there in 2051. That's very true. And, it, and, and there may very well not be anyone currently playing golf that will be playing Someone in said, 2051. I hope Charlie Woods is able to overcome his back injury to, <laughs> to win the 2051 U.S. Open there golf. Go. Before he goes full-time on the senior on the tour. I, I, I <laughs> mean, my gosh, this Jeez. is ridiculous. What are we doing? <laughs> 
somebody said now all we need is two power five powerhouses to announce a, a 2060 Ford home and home series. Hey, not too far fetched. <laughs> I mean, at this point, what? Why gu- not? I guarantee you this: one of them won't be Dion. <laughs> No, and Dion, you'll be finding a way to get out of that contract about twenty thirty four because it's not paying enough. And Dion, well, yeah, he did. You see his rant about pro day. So Jackson State hosts a pro day. Ten of the thirty two teams did not show up, and he yeah. straight calls them out. He's like, "Did he call them by name?" Eagles, Broncos, Buccaneers <laughs> went down the list, and then he goes. I guarantee you're going to be at Ole Miss. You're going to be at Mississippi State. But I'm going to tell you, we coming. And when we do – oh, No, not we coming. And when we get there, you better be here. I said, shoot, I'd have locked them out. Right. Don't, don't Too come bad. Now. Don't come here. Don't come now. <laughs> where, where was you at five mm-hmm. years ago, buddy? Yeah. You could stay at home. <laughs> just, just like you did back in 2022. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't let them come in. Don't come now. Anyway, we ain't got nobody. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We, we ain't got nobody. That's that's probably what some coaches did to Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> you ain't got nobody. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess. Anyway, let's uh let's talk to uh, speaking of Vols, let's talk to VFL Troy Fleming. The Legends of Tennessee Camp coming to you here in Franklin here momentarily i guess it's uh this is it this Saturday. weekend yeah mm-hmm. this weekend so it should be a fantastic event we'll find out all about it and we'll probably get uh troy's take on the the status and the state of ut football so stick around main street sports day returns after this Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. 
We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama. So other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back in. It's Main Street Sports today on this Wednesday edition. Glad to have you guys with us here as we continue to get you ready for the back end of the work week. I know y'all are having a good time, so let's. Uh, we just had a good time talking about 2051 golf tournaments. <laughs> I, I'm. It really is confusing how this continues, but you know I am looking forward to that 2020, 2031, 2032 home and home with, I think Notre Dame and Alabama have one and Tennessee and like USC or something. Anyway. There's no telling what college football telecasts will look like by then. You know, with the yeah. with the meta thing that we were talking about a few weeks ago and, and that type thing, it's going to be interesting. That is wild because there there's going to be a time, you know, Tennessee's shrinking Neyland Stadium and... That's a whole, that's a crazy concept to me. After... You know the the arms races that everybody was having to to put up the biggest stadiums and and the biggest attendance numbers and that kind of thing. Now we're shrinking. Well, I mean this this is one of the reasons why, right? I mean people are doing it. They're they're watching games in the metaverse. They are watching it on television because it's just easier. I mean, there's so many so many ways that you can do it. I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of going to the games anyway. Oh, I mean, I went to the UAB game a couple years ago. That was fun, but I also was in a. a I was in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Like I had a had a chair back, and we were right on the front row of that. It, it, it seat. sounds crazy to say, but I mean. Crowds like that, the parking, the uh, and everything that goes with going to a major college football game, I I can do without. That's why I stick with the FCS, man. People laugh at me. Did you see Antonio Zeta maybe is in the transfer portal? 
looking to play. I didn't kid. realize Antonio Zeta still had eligibility. I didn't realize he was that old. I thought he in two or three years. I didn't realize. So anyway, yeah, he's got a fifth year that he'll be yeah, looking to play elsewhere and should absolutely get a shot somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. that dude can kick. Yeah. So. That'll, that'll Tennessee be a, State kicker, by the way. Yeah, and from Fayetteville. From Fayetteville. From Lincoln County. Yeah, Lincoln yeah. County High School. Yeah. JP, do we have? No, uh, have been unsuccessful in reaching okay. out to okay. that's fine. Mr. Troy. So hopefully, um, maybe we'll hear from him in just a moment. Uh, that's that's fine. I was just I was just curious. Um, other than that, some of the unique things happening in sports today. Uh, apparently Austin Riley has decided that he wants to pick up where he left off and is hitting. He said, you know what? Jorge Soler is gone. So somebody has got to start hitting moonshots. It might as well be me. Might as well. And I'm here for it. Dude hit two massive bombs today against the Rays. Somebody. Yes. Against the Rays. Somebody must've shown him that MLB network list of the top 10 third baseman in the game right now. On which he was not. On which he was not. <laughs> I don't know how you make a top 10 list and, and a guy who should, should have, have been, been in the MVP conversation uh, no, last year. It should have been a really short conversation. And yet. You tell me. <laughs> I Listen, Jorge Soler is headed to the Miami Marlins, which means that at the break, we'll be able to get him back for a towel drying rack and a bucket of bubblicious. Just don't give away his number. Just, just, just hold his number. Make sure twelve. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just hold twelve. Keep twelve. Keep the nameplate on it. He'll be back. Max Freed pitched yesterday. That was fun. Um, he continues to look sharp as we are. Seven, eight, 14, 15 days away. 15 days away Isn't from that crazy? opening day. Feels like we just started spring training. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> A little mentioned pickup by general manager MVGM. There you go. Alex Anthopoulos. Um, Phil Goslin returning to the Braves was signed over the weekend, I think. Um, Played last year with the Angels, but um, he returns to the organization where he began his career. He was drafted by the Braves mm -hmm. out of UVA back in 2010, got up, and was on the 2013 and 24, well, 24, 13, 14, and 15 he played for Atlanta before leaving, but um. Those were the lean years, though. Mm -hmm. Well, so he deserves to be back for this. He does. Yeah. Let's bring him back to, to deal with it. So he will be the utility guy that fill in at second, third, short, play a little outfield. Yeah. Gives them a little versatility and a little flexibility for those off days that Ozzy and Dansby will, will now be able to take without feeling bad about it. I was going to say, that's one thing that I am – Curious to see how that shifts. I don't think you're going to be seeing guys play 141, 142 dates a year. 
those guys were playing like 150, 156. Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't think they're going to be playing even 140. I think they'll, you'll see them play 130 to 135 games. They'll get those off days throughout the year. Should be should should be a positive come oh up come October. October. Yeah. But then again, certainly didn't hurt them this year. So. It didn't hurt, but I mean, if you continue to layer those. One fifty games seasons on top of each other, it's gonna yeah. if it doesn't have a short term effect, it's gonna have a long term effect. And so and if you've got viable backups, why not play them? You've got Arcia, you've got Goslin. You need to keep those guys sharp. Mm-hmm. Because in Rotate the event in. something happens. Yeah. You know, God forbid. Right. And then, you know, that's one of the cool things about this this Braves team is <laughs> There are three or four guys who can play five or six positions. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin Riley was the emergency catcher at one point. So I'll tell you what, with his arm, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> mind seeing that in a short sample size. Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see it for a long period of time. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, he can field. play the corners. He can play left. You know, you've got guys who can play all three outfield spots. Um, you wouldn't necessarily want them to, but but there are a lot. This this team is very versatile. It's a team that is built. It's a National League team, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Neither here nor there. Yeah, ain't no sense in getting into it. <laughs> but I'm excited to watch this team. You know, the the Phillies have gone out and spent money. The Mets have gone out and spent a ton of money the Nats have gone out and spent some money keep on heck the Marlins just signed Jorge Soler for a lot of money and they've got a couple of guys who are really good there those those young pitchers they got I am more worried about the Miami Marlins than I am anybody else in the division yeah bingo Bingo. despite all the money that everybody spent now look the Mets the Mets are going to be good they really are they're going to be good but they're going to met at some point, Mets gonna met, and just like they did in August last year. So the team that I worry about is if the Marlins decide not to sell at the deadline, like they have been the last few years, and maybe that's why Derek Jeter is no longer a part of the organization. You know, I mean, they're a scary team with that with that rotation. I just thought it was so ironic that the Braves actually clinched against the Mets. I love that. After they did their fake celebration or their their celebration practice in spring training, when they did the dog pile, unreal. That's that's Bush. I was looking um, as we were talking about the Marlins. I'm trying to figure out where Jose Urania is. Oh, he's not with the Marlins anymore. Yeah. Um, he was with Detroit. Yeah, I was about to say he was he was in the American League at some point. I like him over there. We, yeah, you keep. I, him I like there. him over there. Keep him over there, far away from thirteen. <laughs> exactly. No question there. I let him find somebody else to throw at. I'm or, sure. Or, the, or, I'm sure Detroit can find somebody too. And and hopefully Mattingly won't find anybody else to aim at. 13. Let's hope not. Um, real quick before we get into Wild and Wacky, I want to mention that uh, 
The Blue Raiders are on the air tonight. It's a I say it's, it's not tonight. tonight. It's <laughs> afternoon at four o'clock. I mean, we'll be getting off the air, and Middle will be tipping off pretty quickly against um, UNC Wilmington in the CBI Championship. The Seahawks. Interesting. Wil- that is accurate. Yep. Wilmington used to be a very popular NASCAR city and track, but has since gone by the wayside. It's unfortunate. They they also used to have a minor league baseball team, the Port City Roosters. Roosters. That's a good name. Speaking of Wilmington, a little uh, nuggets of uh, factoids. The Bobcats did their uh, preseason, their training camp in Wilmington for a few years. Was that when Michael Jordan was, that was affiliated with the team? Yes. Yes, it was. Him being from, being from Wilmington, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that, fun, that was a nice that was a nice trip to be able to go down to Wilmington for a week. So fun fact from Chip Walters at Juice Chip on Twitter: the Ocean Center site of the CBI tournament was very odd looking facility. By the way, if you watch the games, it's it's not a normal basketball arena. No, no. But it did serve as the host of World Championship Wrestling's Bash at the Beach for many years. Okay. <laughs> and in 1996 was the site of Hulk Hogan's iconic heel turn where he joined the new world. Oh, order. the NWO. <laughs> he went from the, uh, he was the gold the, the trunks gold, to the black trunks. The gold and red ketchup and mustard uh-huh. Hulkamaniacs to yep. black and white. Mm. Jimi Hendrix playing. Yeah. Spray painting folks. Went to the dark side. He went to the dark side, literally. And, (laughs) man, what a turn it was. I'll never forget. What you going to do about that, brother? I I mean, what you going to do when the New World Order runs wild mm -hmm. on you? If you're you're a building and you're going to be famous for something, it might as well be that. Right. What was that called? Uh, Something at the Bash Bash at the Beach. beach. Yep. Now, they had the, the... now, the arena did host, you know, some of the event indoors, but some of it was also outdoors. Oh, really? Which was always interesting. Is this like a wrestling tournament? No, it was just a big, it was a pay-per-view. It was okay. a Sunday night pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, once a year. And okay. it, it was a lot of fun, mm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, unfortunately, I guess we were unable to secure the guest of Troy Fleming. So we have pushed our way through this segment that we had nothing scheduled to talk about. In NWO uh-huh. with Hogan, Kevin Nash, former UT forward, Kevin Nash and the, the late, late Scott Hall, Scott Hall. Yeah. So, so we're going was, six degrees of Hulk Hogan here, but I will tell you it was just too Sweet. Let's no. Was it you guys aren't wrestling fans? No, it's been a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, this this was my world growing up. My I believe that. Yeah. So I played on a softball team during the mid nineties, and one year we had jerseys made up something like the NWO with the black and the Mm -hmm. white with the all lowercase letters and that kind of thing. Did you have the middle letter was uppercase? Mm -hmm. Of Mm -hmm. course. (laughs) That was the best part. 
so random. It's like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> what? And it was a, it was um, like, what, what's this random like sans font that like looked like it from it was from a typewriter on the bottom? Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> anyway. We need to take a break because the weirdest and wildest news from across the world comes at you next here on Wild and Wacky Wednesday. So stick around. We'll be right back. Folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan <laughs> McGee. 
Other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back in. It is Wild and Wacky Wednesday here on Main Street Sports Today. Final segment of this Wednesday as the other side of the week, the backside, if you will. Is that the good side? I think so. <laughs> it's the closest it's best side. It's yes. the closest side to the weekend. Yeah. It's so. better. It's better than the backside of thirty, mm-hmm. as you all know. I'm almost there. Been there. I'm at the I'm at the crest. How are you feeling about that? I know it's it's really. Are, really are, is, is it really creeping into you about that? Th- yes. Um, it's funny because like I'm just going to be playing John Conley on repeat for at least five years. <laughs> I, I uh, Mo, I don't know if you can speak to this, but I I haven't um, the age thing hasn't really bothered me. Now, I mean, you know, I'm out of shape, but that's of my own doing, and you know, I, it's not like I was elite. <laughs> <laughs> physically or athletically but you know you, you are preaching so, to the choir on that i one, mean it just man. it just you know I've, I've kind of just accepted that so but but getting older has it the way i try to uh make myself feel better about it is you know uh people are still rocking and rolling in their 60s and 70s and hell some in, in their 80s you know in my early 40s 20 years from now i'll be 63 uh and so what I do is I think about what was I doing 20 years ago? I was still in college 20 years ago. It took a, a little while, but um, so point being is that a lot can happen in 20 years, a lot of good, and, and you could still. So I'm st- I'm still ticking, still going. Anyway, I've always been pretty pragmatic about yep. age, yep. and um, my thing is it's better than the alternative. That's true. So that uh, is true. Give me give me old. Any day. Yep. Does that make you feel better, Yao? It does. I'm you get, sure. You know, I, I feel. I, I feel like I'm going to be just fine. Did Charlie add to the age, or does it make you Charlie make you feel younger with yeah, the new baby? Probably younger. I mean, I. I will. I will be learning the newfangled stuff at a yeah. later age in life. That makes sense. Did that so, happen to you, Mo? Did. Having kids, young young kids, did that kind of turn you back a little bit? And not necessarily because I mean I was I was twenty six and thirty one when my kids were. You were young anyway. Yeah, relatively. Well, Chris I mean, is still young. I I, I mean I, I played softball until Nick started playing ball. Yeah, okay. So I mean I you know. Real man's game. So slow pit softball? Yeah. Oh you're no, you're no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Told you that story. When, uh, Talk about the bash at the beach. You know, I mean, I didn't figure out how to be an athlete until I started playing college intramurals, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I played college intramurals with some legit mm-hmm. athletes. Uh, so, I feel you there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Wild and Wacky Wednesday here. I, listen. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Distinguished Gentleman. Well, okay. Pittsburgh has a real life. Oh, no. Republican Mike Doyle running to replace Democrat Mike Doyle in Congress. 
<laughs> okay. So there's that. Uh, the other Mike Doyle. Well, he's. <laughs> don't we always vote for Mike Doyle? Every time. Wow. So. Anyway, that should be interesting. The the Democrat Doyle is retiring, so it's not going to be Doyle versus Doyle. So it's a different Doyle. It will just be another Mike Doyle on. It looked like Mike Doyle switched parties, I guess. I so it's not a re-election. No, no, it is just not. with the party because you, you can do that. You can right. Oh yeah, you can switch parties. You can switch parties, and but I mean, yeah, uh, Richard. What what the senator from Alabama that switched parties in like the late eighties after he was already there for ten years? Oh goodness, Richard and I can't remember his name saving my life right now. Mm. Shelby, Richard Shelby. Mm. He's like eighty seven. He switched parties like halfway through, and that was in the eighties. Just <laughs> stick your finger up and see which way the wind's blowing. Mm, hello. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious because Steve Irwin is one of the Democrats running to replace Doyle. In the, the Democratic primary, yes, Steve Irwin okay. spelled the same. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of government, this is probably one of my my all time favorite government fails. Miami, the city of Miami, spent three hundred and fifty thousand dollars on new park lights. That was okay. nice of them, you know, like ballpark lights. No, like like just like a regular on a, park, like a okay. greenway, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is that that park closes at sundown. <laughs> so, <laughs> at least they're going to have, mm. At, mm. at least the gators will be able to see to cross the road. There you go. Well done. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Well, I mean, one person's sundown is another's dusk. I mean, I don't I know. I guess there's maybe, that. Maybe you, need, maybe you need light to get out of there. Maybe they stayed a little long. Albert Albert Gomez, co-founder of the Miami Client, Climate Alliance, said that it's, quote, so the homeless don't use it. Well, God forbid. So we with light, them. they're less likely to stay there? You right. can't sleep if there's too many lights. Sleep too many lights. Wow. Man. That's even That's, worse. Man. So anyway. there's a method to their madness. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so you, you would rather spend this money on lights to keep the homeless out. Instead of using that money, money to maybe. on the homeless. Yeah. Right. Come on now. Wow. Man. That ain't right. That, well, that ain't right. <laughs> what was that movie? Uh, Chris Rock. Head of State. Somebody say, that ain't right. <laughs> anyway. And his cousin Mitch. Oh. Played by Bernie Mac. Scared it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So a Florida woman. Here we go. Of course. Hit him. Hit him. <laughs> there oh, we go. Dings. dings. Yeah. yeah, he was looking for the Florida dings. woman. Sorry. Florida woman on a motorized suitcase leads police on chase through the Orlando airport. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> motorized <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> I've uh, never heard of such. How how long did this chase last? A, it could have lasted that long. <laughs> a 32-year-old woman at the Orlando Date airport. 37 to 35. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly became intoxicated. Caused a, quote, disturbance. Allegedly. Oh, I know what she did. She got on one of those uh, uh, walking um, paths. Hold on. Motorized I, paths, I, I right? I don't know. First of all, <laughs> this says caused a disturbance. Caused. And y'all know my affinity for uh, Ray Stevens on this show okay. uh, 
where there seems to have been some disturbance. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? That's exactly what happened. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so she caused disturbance at the departure gate after be, ref, mm. being refused boarding by her airline, led police on a chase through throughout the airport while riding a motor. Throughout wow. the airport. The woman claimed to have had just two drinks during a flight delay, but had glassy eyes and trouble standing. And the fatal flaw in the woman's attempt to flee on the suitcase is the airport is a fairly controlled and contained environment. She wound up boxed in by security at a checkpoint with no place to go. Once arrested and placed in a police vehicle, she ripped apart uh, the headliner in the, the top of the car and allegedly defecated on the back seat. Oh, Oh wow! There's this. How was she not cuffed? The uh, that's a great question. The moto bag is the name. <laughs> that's of, an excellent question, Mo. It's an excellent. I mean, how did how, how? how? As for the motorized suitcase, <laughs> a note that battery-powered suitcases uh, generally aren't allowed on board U.S. commercial aircraft. Yeah. The suitcase the woman used to evade police appears to be a moto bag, a 1,495 piece of luggage with a 150-watt electric motor, about one-fifth of a horsepower, capable of charging max capacity in two hours. It can travel a distance of up to six miles and has a top speed of seven miles per hour. Seven miles per hour. The carry-on that carries you. I'm sitting here at motobag.com right now. That's a great line. Yeah. That's a great line. And it literally does because it carried her right away from the police and right then into right the to their seat. checkpoint. The world's first motorized, smart, and connected carry-on that gets smart. you to your destination up to three times faster than Wolf. Well, can you watch Netflix on this thing? What, is it, what does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's got handlebars. Of course. Does it have a little bell? Yes. A little, like a little bicycle bell? Coming through, coming through. Like left, a, or, left. Excuse or can me, we, or excuse can me we, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me. <laughs> can, can we get one of those forklift horns on it? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. That's amazing. Oh, and when it backs up, beep. That beep. is amazing. <laughs> Look out, Uncle James. She's backing up. <laughs> Never uh, before have you seen luggage like this. You, you darn right I've not. <laughs> mm. That's phenomenal. Uh, mm. All right, Lord, we got to get out of here. But before we do, I got to say one thing. I, I I I want to say that inflation has now gone too far. <laughs> the that gas now, huh? Gas prices are one thing. Gas prices are one thing. But okay. now, Doritos bags will have five Uh-oh. fewer chips. Oh, five, five fewer chips in their bags because of inflation. And this, five my friends, chips. is not how would- acceptable. Who's count? So, somebody's counting. I, I guess, but how would how would people know? It, it, is that not just something you could just kind of let it go? If I you're figured, Doritos, I figure you just yeah. Well, hey, transparency. I guess so. Good for Doritos. Bags will be going from nine point seven five ounces to nine point two five ounces, uh, so that the price can stay the same. You just get fewer chips. Okay. So, hey, you know what? That's not each, a bad thing. Each chip. Is because I'm gonna eat the whole bag, uh-huh. so this is actually saving me some calories. That's a humanitarian uh, effort here mm. by Doritos. It is save money and uh, obesity. Because <laughs> those five fewer chips are gonna <laughs> be the difference. That's the difference. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, over the course of uh, of the long haul, absolutely, those five chips add up, Mo. <laughs> That's a good know. one to get out on. 
Let's get out of here. Y'all, check out Choose Chip on the Varsity app or WGNS Radio if you're out in the Murfreesboro area. Four o'clock tip. Or join us over at Jefferson's over here off James Campbell because that's where we're going. (laughs) Y'all have a good one. For JP and Mo, I'm Chris saying have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.